millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Today we've got a crazy story of a woman trying to get her husband to fight a 13-year-old. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, my mother's behavior screams a bad emotional dynamic and I don't know what to do. For some context, I'll break down my situation a little bit. I'm a mid-twenties woman who lives at home with her older mother. I love her more than words can explain and I would do anything for her, but I'm reaching my breaking point. She always had very high expectations for me. She pushed me to go to college and she allowed me to live rent free with her until I got my degree. I will forever cherish that with all of my heart. However, it's been constant years of emotional abuse and I can't take it anymore. I graduated recently, but I'm still afraid to get out into the world. I always had this thought in the back of my mind that I belong here with her. I always dreamt of taking care of her as her old age begins to deteriorate her health and well-being. She's all I have. However, it's getting to the point where I can't take the pain anymore. She wants to control every aspect of my life. She flips out if I stay out late, and she gets furious if I ignore her plethora of texts and calls. Some of these texts read along the lines of, You're being a who-are right now. I know you're getting screwed by someone who just wants to use you. You can't even answer your own mother. You should go live with that person that's so much more important than me. I ignore these messages and calls because they're BS. Some days I'll just be out eating after work or I'll catch a concert and want to enjoy it. I don't bother replying because she's a buzzkill and she never believes me anyways. I come home and all heck breaks loose. She treats me like I'm a literal child and slut shames me when I haven't even done anything of that sort. It breaks my heart when she says she wants me out of the house and how I'm just in her way. I'm her only child and I always want to be there for her, but I can't take this stuff anymore. I can't do anything right. I work, but I don't get paid enough to have a place of my own. It's getting to the point where I rather struggle than deal with this any longer because I've dealt with it for so long, even while I was in college. I was never allowed to have sleepovers or stay out past 12. I had to sneak around at freaking 25 years old just to do normal things like go on cute dates or meet up with friends. At some point, I thought it was worth it as long as I could see the day I could be there for her because nobody else was available. Now that she's saying I'm in her way and I'm useless and spoiled, I want to cry, really. I tried so hard to be a good daughter, but the minute I want a little bit of freedom, she goes crazy. She says it's her house and her rules and I need to comply with her control freak tendencies. I drank a little at the bar one day and she started calling me an alcoholic even though she drinks at the family parties every single time. She brings up my ending things and my hurting every chance she gets. One time she playfully hit me a little too hard and I reacted. I said, ow, stop. She goes, oh, so you can do that to your wrists but you can't take a playful tap? I'm so tired of your attitude. If you don't want to be around me that bad, get the freak out of my house. The door is wide open. She flipped out when I got three tiny tattoos and said she'll kick me out if I get more. I told her I don't want kids ever, and she told me not to get a hysterectomy while she's alive, as if having this bloody part 
is gonna open any doors whatsoever. I was in a serious car accident which was her fault when I was a child and it made me really scared to drive. Now she calls me the R slur just because I'm scared. If I run to my room to write a little after work to unwind, she throws a fit and says I never spend time with her. Hmm, I wonder why. I'm never at peace here, I'm at my wits end. I just need someone to tell me I'm not a piece of poop for wanting to leave. I feel so guilty knowing I'm starting to hate her. I'm dreading even being her caregiver one day because she will not let me grow up or stop throwing the past in my face. I feel so lost, I don't know what to do anymore. When I comply with her crappy rules, we're best friends. She cooks amazing meals, she helps me with my laundry when I'm too busy busting my butt at work to earn for my savings. She buys me nice things she believes I need and she sends me very sweet messages throughout the day at work. I wish we can just be healthy like that all the time with me having some autonomy. I can't even have a boyfriend without her getting invasive seeing he ripped my pantyhose and it's so obvious when my pantyhose will be in their literal pristine condition. I don't know what to do. If I leave, this might estrange our relationship even more. I just can't freaking do this anymore. I feel so lost and alone in the world because I quite literally have nobody else. And that's mainly because I was never able to form or maintain healthy, loving friendships. I guess I just need some advice. Now, let me clarify, I am definitely the farthest thing from an expert, but in just my personal opinion, I think removing yourself from that situation and getting some distance is probably just about the healthiest thing you can have. Even if that does estrange your relationship, that might be for the best in this situation. I think OP's situation and OP's life so far is not a particularly healthy one for OP and before it gets too late, I think they need to be able to figure themselves out. Also, hi, I'm Steven and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is Entitled Aunt Stole Ashes. When I, 20-year-old female, was a kid, my beautiful great-aunt Beth sadly passed away from aggressive cancer. She was cremated, and my mother was given a small pendant with her ashes in it. Due to some messy family problems, Beth stated that she never wanted any of her ashes to go to my great-grandmother, 80-year-old female. It's important to note that great-grandma, despite being a literal millionaire, refused to help pay for Beth's cancer treatments because she should have married a richer man. It's common in my family to pass the pendant around as a token of strength, which is why I thought nothing of it when my Aunt Kathy, 40-year-old female, asked to borrow the pendant, which was in my care. She said her doctor thought she had cancer and she wanted to wear it for the biopsy. I didn't think twice before I gave it to her. Two weeks later, she returns the pendant and I notice a large glob of super glue on top of the screw that seals the ashes in the pendant. I brought this up to my mom, who suggested that I try to open it. I tried, but the screw was super glued into the pendant and I didn't have the tools to get it out without damaging the necklace. We brought it up with Kathy and she nervously shrugged it off. I mailed it to my mom to fiddle with and put the issue at the back of my mind. A few weeks later, my great-grandma came to town for a visit. Last week, my mom was finally able to crack the necklace open. Lo and behold, the ashes were nowhere to be found. I instantly knew Kathy stole the ashes and gave them to great-grandma against Beth's dying wish. My mom called up Kathy and asked her if she stole them. She was so caught off guard, she admitted to it. However, she didn't apologize for stealing them. 
She said she would have never have done it if she knew we would have found out, and that maybe my mother and I wouldn't have been so upset if we never opened the necklace in the first place. I cannot comprehend how a person is so gosh darn entitled that they feel it's okay to 1. Steal ashes. 2. Disrespect the dying wish of the person whose ashes they stole. And 3. Not feel remorseful or blame us for being upset. Maybe she wanted to secure her place in great grandma's will or maybe she just truly lacks a moral compass. Either way, I'm infuriated but sleeping well knowing I have one less crazy aunt to deal with. I don't know if Opie and their mom want to go this far, but that might be breaking some kind of law. Like, that might be an arrestable offense, stealing ashes? This next story is, my mom takes everything personally, is controlling, and is ruining my life. My mom takes everything I say to her, even if it's assertive, personally. She's very insecure. She's extremely negative and assumes the worst in everything. Like, she assumes everywhere I go there will be crime, or it's dangerous in some way. If I try to disagree, usually in the form of setting and enforcing a boundary, she gets even angrier and threatens to withhold things. Gives me the silent treatment or says she's sick and I caused it, when really she's just making herself sick. She does a lot of heavy projecting. She's enabled everyone around me except for my father, perhaps. They all side with her and think I'm wrong. Like, I met this really nice woman who I really like and my mom isn't crazy about me spending time with her because I would be taking attention away from my mom. My mom is very reclusive, diabetic, and just a big mess. She also infantilized me, called me names, and was rude in many other ways. She has a massive germ phobia. She doesn't want me or her to go anywhere indoors unless she's double-masked, which I find to be outlandish. She won't allow me to spend time with friends without being extremely concerned. I'm 31 and I shouldn't have to keep dealing with this, but I've tried in vain to get a better job or employment and to no avail. And I'm stuck with a dead-end remote call center job which pays decently, but isn't enough hours, so it functions sort of like a minimum wage job. I don't have siblings or any other relatives I trust or am close to. I have friends, but at least one of them enables my mom's behavior. One recognizes it but won't do anything, and the other is too new of a friend to know. I do have an acquaintance who I see here and there who is aware of it. I do live by myself, but she works for me as an employee and I'm not comfortable with this. Whenever I try to go fire her and replace her with someone else, she throws a hissy fit, and I get no help because everyone she comes across sides with her eventually. I'm just lost, despondent, and depressed as well as overwhelmed. So I don't really blame OP, it's a hard thing to like go to your mom and say you're fired and not have any kind of guilt, remorse or worked up feelings, even maybe even a bit of fear. But I think OP does need to put their foot down and basically make it known they're not going to deal with this anymore. Our next story is, is it my father's fault or my mother's for the toxic in my family? I'm finally back from my trip and I've realized something. I believe that my father is the one behind the toxic in my family. My mother was the sweetest woman on the trip, and she was very upset whenever I said no to get something from gift shops, even though my sister was getting something. I always said, I'll be using my money for snacks since I will be the one driving, which is true because I drove for the majority of the trip because of my insomnia, and I was able to drive far during the night. When my mother was driving, she would call my father. Here is what was said in one of the calls. Mom said, hey dad, how does your sister know that I'm gone? 
Dad said, I told her last night, but you told me that you didn't tell her anything. He says, why can't I tell my family members that you're gone? Because whenever I'm gone, you have your family at the house and I wouldn't be there to clean the house beforehand. He starts raising his tone. Well, I can have people at this house all I want. I own this place. She says, yes, but you're not the one that cleans up after everyone. That's mine and OP's responsibility. Dad's somewhat screaming now. Well, guess what? I have my brother and cousin here and I'll let them be in our house. They changed the subject and I tuned them out because I was paying attention to the weather because we were going towards a tornado. And I hope everyone that was near or were hit by a tornado is alright. I was listening to their conversation again once my father was cussing my mom out, saying, I can't believe you would freaking say that, you're a freaking piece of crap. That was when I wanted to end the phone call, but I knew my mom would yell at me for it. As I listened to the call, I heard that my father would call my mother a female dog and used profanities in almost every sentence. I was not having it. Then my father would hang up, but then my mom would call back because she wanted to talk to him. He would answer, I don't want to freaking talk to you. They would continue on with the conversation for a while. But there were times where I wanted to yell at my father because he was talking crap to my mother. So when we got back from the trip, my mother had to work. She worked for majority of the day, leaving around 4 o'clock, and then my father would leave around 7. My mother has told him that when he gives a specific shot to one of my dogs, he's diabetic, he needs a special food the moment he's been shot. Yesterday, as I was putting the dishes away, I noticed that my father hasn't given my dog the food and I called my mom. She was driving and told her the situation, and my mother was not pleased. As soon as she got home, she called my father and told him that once again, if the dog gets the shot, he needs the food. He brushed it off and said, Why do I have to do it when I have two kids that can do it? Maybe because I'm sleeping in because I'm on break and I won't be up till 9.30? Ever since we got home, I've been cleaning the house because my father's too lazy to clean up after himself and he proceeds to yell at me that I'm in my room all the time because he catches me doing homework when I should have done it earlier. I really wanted to say, maybe if you cleaned up after yourself, then I would have finished my homework earlier. But I knew that I would have gotten a slap on the face. Today, my mother came home with a basket full of candy, and she said that she got it from one of her patients. She gave me and my sister a piece of candy and we thanked her. As soon as my father came home, he saw the basket and started eating the big Kit Kat from the basket. My mother saw and told him that was for her. His response was, I'm diabetic, I need this. Literally after that response, both me and my mother yelled at him, That can kill you though. I can't stand this man after realizing that he could be the one that is ruining the family. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today, I had practice, and I noticed that I had 80 miles left in the car. My mother's always told me that if the range says less than 100 miles, I need to call her and tell her about it. My mother couldn't answer, so I called dad. I told him the situation and he said, It's not like you're going anywhere more than 80 miles. Yes, dad, but I don't care. Get your freaking gas. Wow, and this is someone that's been part of my life for 12 years? That's all I have to say. What are your thoughts? Considering all of this behavior, I think it's pretty impressive that OP is kind of pondering whether or not this guy is the issue. I think it's pretty obvious and I think OP kind of answered that for themselves. Now, how exactly to deal with it is a whole different thing because it sounds like you're pretty ingrained as far as a family unit goes. I mean, I don't know if this is a situation where OP, their siblings and their mom can maybe seek splitting away? This next story is, Dad, I'm just overreacting. Well, my mom has cancer, the worst part in her brain cancer, she has a stage 4 aggressive cancer. The doctors have run out of chemo, but we have her on medical marijuana and it's helping, but the cancer will still continue to invade her body unfortunately. My mother had died and came back in October, meaning she was announced dead but then while on life support she was breathing and awoke. However, due to the brain bleeds, cancer, strokes, etc., her left side is now paralyzed and she's mostly brain dead. My sister, dad, and I have been taking care of her, and believe me, I've been struggling at times with this, as it's unsettling to wipe my mom's butt and see her in this state. It's also been hard keeping track of everything. I've had to give up job opportunities to take care of my mother, and it's been quite bothersome that my dad and my sister have been going out of state to enjoy themselves while I'm here watching my mom by myself. And believe me, you don't get sleep. She needs something every two hours like an infant, and it's very difficult doing all this while trying to take care of other stuff like my comics, art, the animals, not to mention my sick grandmother who I'll also be helping while they're gone, and also looking for job opportunities and sometimes I have no idea what I'm going to cook. Oh lord, and my dad says I have no right to feel depressed or sad which really upsets me. When I was younger I was depressed and I was taken to a mental hospital, and when I got back I was feeling a bit better, and my dad would talk to me and when I noticed that no one would talk to me, I started feeling like ending things. My dad then told me to do it. In my family life, I cannot express negative emotions. I must always be happy around family members, mainly my dad, or there will be consequences. According to my dad, I'm just spoiled, and I have no reason to be depressed or thinking of ending things. Oh, of course, everything's just dandy. Just be happy, he says, because at least we have food, water, and a roof over our head. Perhaps I am the entitled one here. If I could say anything to OP, I would just say no that their dad is absolutely wrong here. Their dad seems so unsupportive, cold, uncaring, and honestly the fact that they said for OP to do what they did when they were at their lowest is pretty disgusting and sickening. Personally, I would go as far as to say that's not even a dad. Our next story is Entitled Birth Mother Makes Me Homeless. 
I figured I should post the story since a lot of my friends and chosen family can't believe how this person acted. Now, a little backstory about me. I found out when I was 18 that I was adopted by my grandparents and that my birth mother was the reason why I've had these health issues since birth. What I was told, she was a heavy drug addict and drank alcohol a lot while pregnant with me. A couple of years after I was told, I still saw my adopted mom as the only mother figure I'll ever have. I did try to find more information out of curiosity since I had other siblings, but I struggled to find them and gave up. Eventually, I received a random message on a social media platform, and they claimed to be my younger sister and that they'd been trying to find my father, aka my grandpa, and us for years and would like to get together. After asking specific questions, we realized this wasn't a scammer and it was who they claimed they were. It all went well for the first five months of us all interacting and having visits, but after that, she begged my father to live with us claiming that the younger sibling of mine wanted to be alone with her fiancé, etc. Well, she was soon moved in and it went okay at first, but she immediately started to overstep and acted like she was the head of the household. She would throw fits if I didn't clean up after her or do all of the chores on my own in the house. Granted, I didn't mind, but the apartment we were in at the time was big and there were five adults in the house. Well, she didn't like that I kept talking back when all I would want is to meet in a middle ground. Eventually, we tried to just keep everything separated. I had to handle my half of the apartment and she had hers on the opposite side, and the dishes we each used will need to be washed. We even separated groceries, which was the first time I had to even get any support in this from social services. Not even three months in, and she started to complain to the landlord about the situation. Now, why the landlord, you ask? Well, because she was really good friends with my family and my birth mother knew this. I'll give her little props for trying to help us mediate on the family issues, but my birth mother has always overstepped and even tried to act like I should treat her like she was always here all these years. She knew that I was never comfortable with calling her ma or seeing her in that light from day one, that my adopted mom was mom to me and no one else was ever going to take her place. Regretfully, my past was always used against me in these situations with the landlady. She never saw the things I improved on since being in my teens. To put some perspective, I was a rebellious teen, and with having to deal with bullying in school, which led to physical violence, I had severe depression on top of unresolved trauma from the issue that occurred back in New York City in 2001. I'm not going to name it here since I understand the triggers. My family was living very close proximately of the incident. And despite being little, I remember a lot from that day and the days after that. Anyhow, the landlady said she's tired of these issues always happening, and she's exhausted of me not getting along with my birth mother. If I couldn't get along with her, well, I was being kicked out. Not long after my conversation with her, she called me and told me to get out. She had spoken to the birth mother and said I wasn't doing any progress. Thanks to some of my chosen family, I was able to secure a couple of days at a motel nearby to figure things out from there. This incident showed me how cruel a blood family can be. It sometimes makes me sick to know that I have her blood in my veins. And before anyone asks, yes, my father tried to interfere but I swear she played her victim card and manipulated my poor dad in her favor. This had happened a few years ago, and I'm in a better place and she's long gone now. I just figured I'd post this since she radiated entitled parent behavior. If anyone's ever been in a situation like I was, 
Please don't submit yourself to do what you're told to keep the peace. Whenever you have a safe space to go, leave as soon as you can and you'll live a happier life. And don't be afraid to cut people out of your life. It hurts and it'll feel lonely, but your mental health will thank you for it. I can only imagine how tough that is to have this person who claims to be your mother come back into your life and treat you like some person that's just utterly beneath them and like they have authority over you as if they hadn't abandoned you and already did you enough harm before you even knew of her existence. Our next story is, Entitled Parent Messed With The Wrong Middle Schooler I used to go to the same middle school my mother worked at as a guidance counselor. Now, something to know is that my whole family avoids confrontation. Both my parents and my sister are content to apologize and cower in front of a Karen, but not me. In this middle school, all the staff knew me and loved me. All the kids knew and loved my mom as well. The parents, on the other hand, believed she was their own personal punching bag and yelled at her for things she could not control and which were not in her job description. Something else to know, when the school ended, my mom would go to the car line to direct people and I would sit in the chairs in the front office waiting for her, either reading a book or playing on my phone or whatever. This is where our story begins. As the guidance counselor's daughter, I overhear things and I never repeat them. Lately, I'd been hearing about a situation with a girl I don't know and her parents. From what I could tell, the girl's father wanted to see her, but the girl was with her mother and did absolutely not want to see him. She had been avoiding him for a while before this occurred during car line. Entitled Demon Father stomps inside the office and starts yelling at one of the workers, not sure who it was. I want to see my daughter. I want a meeting with her right now. The poor school worker said, I'm sorry, sir, but she isn't here and we can't. I don't care. I want to see my daughter. You people are the reason she doesn't want to see me. You are keeping me from my daughter. The poor school worker and the front desk lady are trying to calm him down. The front desk lady said, sir, please stop yelling. We're trying. He says, shut up. I want my daughter. Bring me my daughter right now. This ensues for a long time, with the guy cursing at and blaming the workers for his daughter not wanting to see him. Now I'm getting mad, and I know I shouldn't have done this because it was out of place, but these people were my friends and my mom's friends, and they didn't do anything wrong. So I stepped in with a snappy tone and a cold glare, and I calmly said, Sir, maybe your daughter doesn't want to see you because you're acting like a brat and a bully. Perhaps if you calmed down and began acting like an adult, she would talk to you. No wonder she doesn't want to see you. This guy looked at me, the middle schooler who had just roasted him, and his face turned red and I could see he was fuming. But he didn't want to argue back to a middle schooler in a middle school, so he angrily stomped out. From what I heard, the daughter had run as fast as she could to car line and leaped into her mother's car to avoid him. First of all, good on OP for saying what they said because I think they're absolutely right, but all I can say is, is I think there's probably more to this father's behavior than just being upset in the middle school about not getting to see her. Like if that's the behavior they're displaying in public, imagine the behavior they displayed in private. Our next story is, woman tried to get her husband to fight me. To give some context, this happened to me last year when I was 13. I was a skinny 5'3 male, so not that scary. The story starts when I'm hanging out with some of my friends, who of which are younger than me. One girl I'll call NF, nice friend, was with me, and a few others. She had to bring her little sister, who was 8, which no one had a problem with. 
Until this adult woman and her teen daughter, who I'll call Entitled Mother and Bratty Teen, come over to Nice Friend's younger sister and start shouting. Entitled Mother said, Do you have a problem with my daughter or something? Why don't you want her in the group? She's been crying all day because of you. Me and my friends ran over to tell her to back off. You would think the mother would be sensible and just leave us alone, but no. She then looks at Nice Friend and says, Does your family not have any good people in the house? Because it seems like you are all just stupid or sluts. Of course, a grown woman getting in the face of Nice Friend and shouting at her made my friend start crying. So being the protective person I am, I step in and told Entitled Mother, Do you have a problem with your head? Or are you just here to bully little kids? You won't be saying another word to Nice Friend or her sister. I don't care the reason. No. Freak off, you tweet. This is when I stepped in the way of my friend. Braddy Teen, who looked about 16 at the time, who was the tallest person here, 5 foot 11, got into my face and even tried to hit me but I stepped out of the way. This makes both Braddy Teen and Entitled Mother go home, which wasn't far, I literally could see their house. I thought that would be the end of it until a 5 foot 2 stocky build man runs up to me and starts trying to get in my face. But because I was taller, he took everything I said as an insult. He said, are you the teen who thinks it's okay to threaten my wife? I responded with, your wife was shouting at my friend. He then said, do you think you're tough as you're taller than my wife? Now you have to deal with me. I of course was shaking because I was terrified as I didn't want to fight. I'm okay at it, but he was an adult. I just pushed him off me as he kept getting in my face and he tripped. I put my hands up thinking he was going to hit me but he just ran off to his house because my friends started to record. It's been a year, and we've never had any other problems with that family. For context, the reason the mother came over, I had to be told this as I just joined the group, was because the entitled mother's youngest daughter had been kicked out of the group a week prior to me joining the group. This was because she had tried to hit nice friend's younger sister, as they were both the same age and got into an argument because she'd called nice friend's younger sister an F-word for accidentally pushing her. That's all I was told. I'm really glad for OP's sake that their friends pulled out the camera phones and started recording. It immediately seemed to shut down this man-child and by extension their family. I mean, God forbid this guy gets recorded literally getting into a fight with a 13-year-old over something so stupid. But with that being said... That's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 